Oh, you got a nose ring? I do have a nose ring. Oh. Yes. Very nice. So this girl that I was seeing for a little bit, uh, she was like, you know what would be cute on you? And I'm like, oh, what's that? Woman who was nice enough to give me some She goes, a nose ring. <laughs> and I want to Did you really call it <laughs> Well, what, this is a family podcast. We got to like keep it like family. I didn't want to say, hey, man, that one chick that gave me some That'd be rude. <laughs> you know, she doesn't let me play with her Oh, you know, God. I always appreciate no, no, that. No, no, we. Ooh, that rhymed. What did? I said she let her play. She let me play with her, and I always appreciate that. I did appreciate that. She was mad cool. <laughs> mad she cool. seemed nice. I mean, I, I, I mean, I could only tell by pictures, but she didn't seem like a snot or anything. No, she was so. cool, but uh, yeah, it, nah, it's a wrap on that though. Mm. Well, rebound. <laughs> Stop. Stop. <laughs> that's exactly why we're not together. Sorry. That's exactly, literally. No, that's fucked up because that's exactly what she thought. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, Thank you for bringing that up and just hurting me so deeply inside. Well, let me tell you, I'm sorry. You were with other people for a very long time. That's I what would, she said. It's a female logic. Me and her. You you want me to talk to her? No. You want me to? I could I can try and wingman for you. No. Wingwoman. No. She she doesn't fuck around. She knows what she wants. So, I'm I'm give her a woman perspective. No, it's what okay. I'm here for. It's okay. The ship is sailed. Oh. Oh. Well, you know I got your back. You know yes, that if, thank if you. you need to need some help with the ladies. Well, you know I don't want to. Well, enough about me. What have you been up to? Working. Yeah, but that's what you uh, all do. Really just healing um, since my surgery. You look great. Thank you. I feel really good. Not necessarily today. I wasn't feeling really good today. But, um, you know, I can walk a lot better now. Um, most people probably don't know or haven't seen me. Uh, but if they saw me, they they knew I walked with a very pronounced limp. And it was very, very painful for me to move and sit and breathe and live but uh <laughs> with uh my surgery it's really helped so really it's just healing from the surgery and you know getting back into the swing of working after being off for six weeks and dealing with the fact that illinois does not have a set weather pattern you know, <laughs> you know what else i've been getting into i've got into jujitsu jujitsu yes okay, jujitsu yes Jiu-jitsu. i love getting choked out by some guy in a size 28 waist <laughs> Who's choking me half to death with my own with my own T-shirt? So that's been a lot of fun learning new things. Like I needed, like I needed to add anything else to my plate of shit to do. Are you still going back to school? Are yep. you doing online? Yep, I should graduate next year. Yay! I was oh. gonna say I know that you were in school. That was one of the things you were really oh yeah really no focused this on. this semester has been tough. You know, with the move and everything that's been going on, and you know basically relocated to California in the middle of a school year. Hasn't been great, but I'm bouncing back. Term's almost over, you know, and I can make up whatever I didn't finish. So. I mean, are you still going to the same school? Or yeah, you yeah, same school, still in road, still banging it out. This semester was just a little rough because as I entered this last year, things are a lot tougher. And, yeah. you know, I moved 3,000 miles in the middle. So there's yeah. that. 
It's but, not it's not an easy thing to I mean it's not an easy thing to move uh, but to move cross but, not only just time zones you you, yeah, you move three time zones but my whole my whole routine like I had everything packed down to like a perfect routine and that whole routine yeah. is just all out of whack so <laughs> but enough about us we have been gone for five long months. Uh, I think we did. I know. Yeah. We, d- we did a show in January, uh, you know, just talking, you know, after everything was announced. And, man, we've been gone for a while. And, and I missed this. And I missed uh, all of you guys out there. All of you pastors. I've missed you, Malik. Yes. Uh, we don't have Tyler with us today. Um uh, our timing wasn't able to work out, but I'm sure you guys are going to see him later on this season. But for now, you guys got the dynamic duo, just me and Gift Master Bex. Well, also, I think Tyler's going to be working really hard on our TikTok. So anybody who isn't on or hasn't subscribed, I would recommend subscribing. You'll see a lot of Tyler's takes right there. He loves TikTok. Absolutely. And I think we're going to make a lot of uh, our concerted effort to get some stuff done for YouTube and TikTok. But without further ado, ready to kick this shit off? Let's do it. I'm excited. This season looks interesting. First off, Already. before I even start, I want to start off by saying, historically, we've always found ourselves in some shit with another podcast. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. So, so sometimes our fault, sometimes not. Sometimes overreacting, sometimes doing too much, both ways. But you know what? We don't have no problems with nobody. And I want to wish everybody a happy podcast season. There's a lot of great podcasts out there. There's uh, Off the Hook, For the Love of the Challenge, uh, Most most with Paige, uh, the Unbothered Podcast. Um, And if I didn't mention your name, no shade. I wish all of you guys a wonderful podcast season. I love the fact that... Uh, if you're a challenged listener, you have so many options. If you don't fuck with us, cool. There's 900 other podcasts for you to uh, to go fuck with. But we're a part of the challenge community, and we all try to make it uh, just a little bit more positive and a bright spot for everybody out there. So much love out there to all of you guys. I uh, hope you guys wish us the same. And I just wish everybody a banging-ass challenge podcast season. I feel like there's going to be a lot of new or older podcasts coming back and maybe even some newer ones popping up. Uh, I'm hoping to see some old favorites and even some people who who were not friends and now are friends with me. I, I'm always happy to see them back in the podcast game. <laughs> Absolutely. A uh, lot of love out there. Without further, without further ado, let's go ahead and do it. Bam. What's really good, posters? Welcome to another episode of Love, War, Challenges. I am MTV Malik. She is Becky at Give Master Bex. What's really good? Gang, 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 gang. I'm ready to jump right into this shit. <laughs> ready Let's to jump do right it. in. Um, before we start, big shout out to Gamer Vev. Uh, I mean, if the challenge uh, leaked community ever had a god, it would be them. And a big shout out to the Unbothered Facebook group and podcast. That is our home group. That's where you guys can always find us uh, shaking around. Um, if you want to pick up merch, shop.lwcpodcast.com, or you can get your custom gear at shopthechallenge.com. Becky, I've really grown accustomed, and I really, really like the like intro episodes. You know, hey, meet the cast. They throw a little party. 
this one was kind of snuck in. It wasn't like a whole episode of it, like done previously. But, you know, we got kind of got the first 10 minutes of everybody's pounding around, dressed up nice. We got a couple of duos. Tina and Veronica got a couple of minutes to themselves. I thought that was The really Mean cool. Girls are back. You know what? I've never been a fan of those two. I respect <laughs> Veronica's championships, one of the few people who does. But really, they never really struck me as really like great people. I'm No. Listen. Not necessarily. Out of all of the people who came in, uh one talk to me. Who are you most excited to see and who are you not excited to see back for All-Star season three? I mean, I'm gonna I'm not gonna lie, I like People who are funny, people who like to have a good time, people who are entertaining. Um, and maybe, and I love, obviously, the competition portion of it. But, you know, that could be really boring. You know, we don't want a bunch of Casey's. We want more Tina's. Oh, and we shit. want, <laughs> like, we want people who are funny and are going to make me laugh. I'm excited to see Tina. I think she's really great with her commentary, with her overall, just how she how she is. Her Tina-ness uh, really makes me excited. Uh, I am glad Tyler is back. Um, and I mean, Naya is going to be interesting. Uh, I think she's probably had a long time to kind of grow since her drama passed and the fact that she got kicked off a show and, you know, so we'll see how that turns out. Um, as much as I don't like him, uh, and I will never like him just just one of those things. Uh, I am excited to see what Jordan's going to do, if he's going to be able to um, dominate this game because he is such an amazing competitor as much as I wish he wasn't and <laughs> that he would get ground into the ground. Like, that's what I want to see, but it's just not happening. Uh, I just, I can't see that happening. I really see Jordan really kind of dominating this whole sphere of this game. For me, definitely excited to see Derek Kay. Definitely excited to see uh, Kendall, who has probably the best smile out of anybody I've ever seen in my whole entire fucking life. Excited oh, for Nehemiah, Latarian, Darrell, Wes. And, you know, I know historically I've always sided with the Carver Army, but I always liked Kayla, and I'm very excited to see her back. Uh, I think she brings a very unknown element into this game and i i just love to see what she could do um well i'm not excited to see uh like i said before veronica and tina they've never really uh done it for me um they're probably especially tina with the way that she leaves these things just nothing exciting she's such a good watch she kind of reminds me of jemmy where she's great for commentary and joking around in the house, but performance-wise, wouldn't say top tier. No. Even though, even though Jemmy has had flashes of, of greatness in her performance, just overall, you don't lump her, lump her up in there. She's more mid-tier to lower tier, let's be honest. I love Tina, she's, but she's there for, she's there to bring the show. Like she's yes. carrying, she's going to carry the comedy on her back. Her and Jemmy are going to, are going to carry this whole Absolutely. thing. Absolutely. And that's one thing I love about the challenge. There's room for that here. Even if that's all you bring, at least you're contributing to the show, even though it, may, it might not get you any, any money in the end. But, it got him to um, show. It got him to show up. So I've been really torn this past day, this past day or two about the whole Nia and Jordan thing. Jordan he acknowledges his past bad behavior. 
He shows, he acknowledges that he's lucky to still be here. He has shown remorse. Has he shown growth? I, I can't really judge that. But I've talked to people who have talked to Jordan, and they said that there is growth. When he made his statement about his past behavior, I wanted to kind of believe him. You know? But everything that him and Nia does together just seems so calculated. So calculated. So forced down our throats. This, this you know, bond between, the, uh, between those two. And I'm not saying it's not there. I'm not saying it is fake. But something just seems off. I want to put the whole Jordan hate thing kind of behind me. You know, I, 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 I've said what I said multiple times. Um, he has, he has gotten the boot for a couple of seasons. So, so there has been some accountability, even though if it was hidden within other things. I don't know. How, how did this make you feel? Did, did you feel like you wanted to believe Jordan this time around? Or do you feel like you may be coming around and maybe put this past bad behavior to bed? Because at what point do we have to allow people the grace to grow from their mistakes. Lord knows I fucked up sometimes and I wouldn't want to be held accountable for some dumb shit I've done 10 years ago over and over again to keep being brought up. So not that we have the power to put this whole thing to bed, but just, you know, kind of what's your thoughts on it? I mean, I guess it's not my place. Um, I am a person of color, but I'm not, I'm not African-American. I'm not black. I don't, I don't, I can't speak to that and what he has said against them. I don't, you know, obviously I don't like, but it's not for, it's not for me for to forgive because he didn't say it against me. Uh, my issues stem more to his treatment of women. And I had this conversation um, with somebody else. I was like, as a woman, I cannot allow myself to just, why, you know, wash, you know, water under the bridge, whatever. I'm going to give him, you know, and, and the thing is, is he said it himself in his little interview. I have to prove it. I have to show it. I can't just keep saying it. So to me, I am praying that is sincere. I want to see a nicer, kinder Jordan. Maybe it'll make it up or maybe he will show that he's a different person. Maybe at the end of the day, what's happened over the past year or so really has changed his mindset on things. Uh, with the Naya relationship, I feel it might be a little bit pushed up or more pushed. But so my, my, my take on that is it feels like if MTV is able to get Naya or, or even if Naya just feels this way to kind of excuse this. Well, not excuse She's it, been but... excusing it for... She went on TV and she went... Or not on TV, but she, she's gone on to say that she's forgiven him. And she's right, acknowledged but... it. Yeah. And not just for I, I MTV, know. though. So... I, I think it might be me because it always left a bad taste in my mouth. It never really seemed quite, quite right. But I do want to allow room for grace and forgiveness and kind of looking at it with new eyes. The problem is, I feel like this is Jordan at his core. And I feel like it's all everything else is just damage control. I could be wrong, but I want to allow some room 
that I may be wrong. I don't know everything. I don't know what's in that man's heart, but. I mean, here's the thing I'm thinking. I think that, I think that they're friends and I think she has accepted it and moved it and, and kind of, you know, been the first voice of saying he's changing, but I think they're dialing it up to 20 versus like letting it kind of letting it happen organically so i think that's kind of what's happening i think that their friendship is sincere and i believe that they are they are what they are but again i think they're they're on tv so like this is our chance let's really push that narrative out there even if it seems a little bit contrived at least you you know kind of situation you know what it is right it's a fucking storyline a narrative that's what it feels like feels like a fucking storyline and it feels fake and organic, unlike the budding rivalry between uh, Yes and Wes, which we're going to touch on a, a oh, little bit later. Oh, God, I love Yes. So, and I love Wes. I, I do, too. Before we get into the uh, the episode one daily, they had a nice little montage of Wes. And, you know, they're like, oh, he's untrustworthy. He's a used car salesman, snake in the grass. And Wes kind of leads into that. He kind of takes it on the chin. Um, I, I think some aspects of it might be true, but I really think that Wes is getting a bum rap with this. Uh, you know, I wish I Tyler agree. was here. Ty- Tyler will always say that Wes is always team good guys, but what's your take on, um, you know, them kind of setting up Wes to be kind of the big <laughs> villain for the season? I mean, Wes is a team anti-hero. That's the thing. Like, I think that Wes strikes back at people who strike at him. Um... But the problem is, is he's smarter and he strikes stronger than they strike at him for the most part. I I think that he's got their, yes, he plays up this role because it helps him in the long run because it gets in their heads and he scares them a little bit. But I haven't seen him be as much of a manipulator as other people. Like I've seen oh, uh, bananas, he, uh, he, he does. everybody, he does. like, I mean, not as bad. He- he he's less manipulative and more playing those head games a, a little bit more. I mean, if you, you can know? win by using, listen, Devin wishes he was Wes with his mind games and the physical prowess that Wes has. Like that's, that's yeah, the thing. He, he does have the physical physicality to back it up, but he got to keep his ass out of eliminations. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the stuff that's costing him. So let's go ahead and move on to the first daily. When everybody arrives, uh, TJ, uh, he reveals that everybody here is a finalist. It's an individual game, and the prize is going to be half a million. Name of the first one is Tunnel Vision, which is a puzzle. I don't know why they thought it would be great to start the season to start the season <laughs> off with a puzzle, like how anticlimactic. Everybody got to run to a wall, look through this little peephole, memorize the puzzle, run it back. Um, I think they expected a know, little bit more fight. I think that's what I, I I expected a lot more fight too. Everybody was being so polite and giving each other's turns. It was a little bit of a letdown. I, I think they was expecting there to be a lot more pushing and shoving, and it'd be a lot harder for everybody to see because somebody's always you know kind of the crabs in the barrel thing. I would say that for this daily, it was it was a complete dump, complete dump, completely forgetful. Not the way to bring the season in. If you're gonna bring the season in, bring it in on a headbanger for an elimination. And a headbanger for the um for the daily. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. Seeing Sylvia kind of come out on top was an interesting kind of a fun thing because you really don't see oh, yeah. her being mention, as dominating as 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 everybody else. No, not at all. I meant to mention that I wasn't really excited. I'm, I don't know. Sylvia just doesn't do it for me. 
I, I, I don't think she's a bad person or whatever, but I'm just, you know, at, at least she's more exciting than, than Casey. Yeah. Well, so, I mean, here's I, the I, thing. I give her that. She, her personality, and I hate to say this, and for everybody who loves Sylvia, I'm sorry. She takes on the personality of people around her. So she needs people to hype her and kind of make her entertaining. So unfortunately, I don't think, honestly, I'm not a fan of Kayla. And that is, was I don't think that their personalities are going to shine on the show because they don't have somebody there like a Marie that's going to like really kind of push that kind of comedy They're going to need to make friends. Yeah. They're going like, like to need- Like Sylvia and Kayla, they're going to need some friends. And with, with the house, with these women in it, Mm, I don't know. I don't know. They're, they're a little bit on the younger side. Well, so. I mean, she, I mean, Kayla did do a season with Veronica, Dirty 30. So they do have some relationships. I don't believe they had a bad relationship on Dirty 30. Um, I don't think they, they went the wrong way there. So she might actually have some people, because Dirty 30 did bring a lot of like of the um, older cast, and she's got, she's friends with Jordan. So I think she's got a built-in kind of alliance there. Right. She got some, but I, I don't think I don't think as strong as some of the other people. You know, I think you know I was she's gonna I have to keep so her head down that, and fly under the radar. Yeah, I, I just thought about it. I was kind of surprised Tech didn't make this season. He's been such he, he's been such mm. great TV lately, and everybody well not everybody he but, hasn't made know, a final. Was it? That's right. That's right. So that's why he didn't get invited to the season because it's only finalists. Well, that sucks. Well, once <laughs> Sylvia gets to win, and then TJ reveals that the top three get to form the authority, mm-hmm. which is going to be the voting body over who gets to go in. I don't know if I like the fact that the top six people are safe, but I think that I think for a little bit, it's kind of okay because it's going to protect people who wins. I mean, I think that's what a lot of people want because they feel like they get annoyed when they see people who are second and third place and they end up getting thrown in. And it's like irritating at least that the bottom people should go in and it should be the two people who are the people that are not necessarily the strongest in the game because Yes, said it himself. He wants to run against strong people to validate his win. Mm. You know, <laughs> I, I think it. I think it also keeps people. It keeps one. It, it doesn't allow one person to obtain too much power. True. When it comes to the voting. True. So for that, I'm kind of a fan of the authority. Um, I think it's going to work out really, really well. Now, the losers of the daily was Cyrus and Cynthia. And not not too surprised there. How much I like Cyrus. Uh, Cyrus doesn't always perform to the best. He has been capable of great feats, but sometimes, you know, his seasons usually end pretty disappointingly. He usually goes out a lot earlier than he should. And we haven't seen Cynthia compete since God knows when. I think she was just on the original season. Didn't she say she was on, like, the OG season? Was that the only season? one? Because I can't remember any other season besides that one. I'll be 100% honest with you. I did not recognize her when she came through. The only reason I knew is because they did the little blurb on her, and I was like, oh. But, like, it's one of those things where I'm like, oh. I mean, there's been 40 seasons, 
like crazy, like with spinoffs. I'm like, I'm not, I can't remember everybody. So hey, listen, we said <laughs> we said we wanted OGs, and we got OGs. We got major OGs. I mean, I'm I'm Facts. happy for Cyrus. He looks good though. Give him some credit. He does. He does. He looks amazing. He, amazing. His 22s so be hiding right there. They be doing good job. <laughs> I, I think that's that's going to help him so much more than what he thinks. Well, he looks because I think a lot of the reasons why he got kicked out before is similar to like the big easy thing is like, uh, you know, he's going to. Yeah. He's so it's, a, it's a lot of weight to move around. Yeah. So I, I, I like it's an individual game, even though I kind of wish for a team situation, especially kind of to see how an intermixing of so many different um, ages works, because you have like the old, old school, and then you have like the middle school and then you have the preschool so <laughs> of challenges. So, so. so one thing really cool about this season is they are following, you know, this this stuff that's worked for the challenge. And that's, you know, after the whole authority thing. We got everybody throwing a little house party. And the house party is really just a guise to get everybody to start politicking. Yes. Um, Tyler decides, as you know, Cynthia decides that, you know, she just, she doesn't want to pick. She's just going to take whatever's coming. And like that almost uh, never works because she doesn't want to single anybody out. Uh, Tyler, by far, Tyler by far is the funniest because he's just like, hey, who do you want to hang out with? Who do you want to be cool with? Who's going to make you laugh? Um, I, I do think that it's not the worst strategy. I just don't think it's a particularly effective one. This is, has been his strategy every single season. Like, you remember, what was it? Was it on the island where he's like, or even his first season? Oh, his first season with Bananas. He's like, I hang out with all the girls and we like Madonna songs and they'll never going <laughs> to vote me in. And he gets voted in. Like, Tyler, like, hello? Like, history is repeating itself. He keeps getting voted in for the same. He's the weakest, quote unquote, and these are quotes, guy in the house. He is not anywhere close to the weakest. It, it, there's a lot of men That's coming why I had uh, the behind quotes. him. Got you. <laughs> All right. Let's go ahead and move on to the authority. Um, so the authority is going to be made up of Wes, Yes, and MJ, Sylvia, Kellyanne, and Veronica. MJ floats Jordan's name. Uh, and yes, kind of shoots that down because he wants to run against the best, which is so fucking dumb. dumb. That is just dumb. Put that honor shit to the side. Jo- Listen, if Jordan makes a final, you're probably not going to win. It's just, it's a, it's a, it's a jo- thing. You yeah. can't. He can't. Jordan, Wes, Banana, CT, once these people are in finals, they hardly ever lose these things. Yeah. Um, now, of course, the girls want to play safe. Um, you know, uh, everybody decides that they want to protect their people. Um, and they think the easiest way to do that is just to go for the bottom two. Here goes where it gets funny. Now, at number two, second from the last, was Tina. Veronica is linked with Tina. Veronica's only job is to protect Tina. Well, that was some now, foreshadowing where Tina's like, Veronica's got my back. Not so much. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> now, it, I get it. You know, the authority was was going towards one way, and she didn't want to fight too hard. One job. One job. One job. And she was like, fuck that. She was just like, oh, I don't want to get my hands too dirty. Um, And and the amount of effort she put into saving Tina, because I felt like if she just made just slightly more of a stink, she probably could have got it protected. Or she could have not right because, raised her hand. Like, every, like, yeah. 
she pretty much okayed it. So that I think that shows Tina what fucking Veronica thinks of her, and 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 back to the yes thing with going against Jordan, the fucking dummy. Jordan has been wiping the floor with just about every fucking body, you know. Idiotic, idiotic. Don't make no sense. Uh, like who the fuck do you think you are? Yes. Well, I don't know. Maybe he. It, I mean, he he's got a rivalry going with Wes. Maybe Wes has something to watch out for, and Wes is a strong strong competitor. Right. So it looks like it's going to be Tyler going in against Cyrus and Tina going in against Cynthia. Here's a funny thing. I thought Tina took it very well when she was told that she was going in. We were all expecting the Tina flip out, but she kind of took it okay. She's just like, you know what? Let me deal with this shit first, and then we can address it later. I don't want to talk about it. I thought that was kind of okay. That was kind of okay, setting boundaries. And Tyler looked so fucking defeated and disappointed. I actually felt a little bad for him. I mean, Tyler. He thought he was safe. You are not safe. You should have known that. You should have known that the shit was going to repeat itself. You cannot expect that just because you have an amazing personality and you make everybody laugh, that they're going to save you because of it. There are other people that that they're closer to or feel stronger um, competitorship with or feel are stronger competitors and they're going to want to align with. It's just what it is what it is. Cynthia knew that she had no choice at that point. I mean, obviously, let's let's look. Cynthia doesn't have any relationships with anybody. She's. I mean, right. she she hasn't talked. It's kind of like Leah from last year. I haven't talked to any of these people in like 30 billion years. I don't know who <laughs> half of these people are. You know, <laughs> you know I, do you think that Tyler might be thinking that he's more liked than what he actually is? Here's the th- I think he's liked, just not feared. I think, yeah, I think he's loved. I, I don't even think he's liked. I think he's beloved. But that doesn't protect you in the long run. It may get you out of one or two eliminations if you're lucky, but loving somebody at the end of the day when you have dollars and cents that could be added to your bank account, I'm sorry, you're not going to be my top priority. I, I love you, but I'll, I'll send you 500 bucks, but that's about, that's the forgiveness you're going to get from me when I, if you're going to, if you're going to fuck with my, my bag, you're going to fuck with my money. We're not friends anymore. Exactly. Better better you than them. Mm -hmm. We'll be back in a moment. You're listening to Love War Challenges. What's good? Uh, How's it going? This is uh, Derek. Derek Kaczynski. So this is Paulie. You're listening to Love War Challenges. What up, Malik? This is Car Maria. This is a shout out to the Love War and Challenges podcast. You're totally awesome. Love War Challenges. For anyone listening to this, they're at LWC Podcast. World's most dangerous podcast. So let's go ahead, let's go ahead and get into the arena. Uh it's going to be Cynthia. I'm sorry, not Cynthia. Oh uh, yeah, Cynthia versus Tina and Cyrus versus Tyler. The game is Craw Craw Brawl, which it's so stupid. I thought I thought it was gonna be so awesome. But basically, it's this small tunnel with a pound of dirt in the middle. You have to grab these huge sandbags, three of them, move them to the other side, and then drag them to a bell and win. And when I say the only word I could find to describe this elimination <laughs> is underwhelming. Underwhelming and boring. What the fuck? First episode, guys, this isn't going to hook anybody. You guys, 
Man, CBS is so, Paramount is so lucky that we fucking love this show and would pretty much stick to it through whatever, you know, and this, come on, come on. I mean. It was terrible. I mean. It was a terrible idea. I see. It could have been a daily. If this was a daily, it would have been fine. As an elimination, it kind of sucked. I mean, I see what their object was and what they were trying to do. And I think this is a similar elimination to what they've had. I think I want to say it was one of the world war of the world situations where they had a similar elimination, yeah, yeah, yeah. but it was just <sighs> underwhelming. I, I I mean, especially out the gate, like episode one. You're right; it needs to be epic. It needs to draw people in. It makes it needs to it, make people want to watch episode two. Yes, it, it doesn't have to be pole wrestle. It doesn't have to be hall brawl, and, and calling it crawl brawl. Right. You know, really, you know, it could have been Beach Brawl. Remember that? That would have been fine. Uh, uh, just something, just something else. Maybe even something a little bit bigger. You know, if you're going to bring in one of those, war, you know, War of the Worlds or Spies, Lies, Allies, Explosions or some shit, this would be the time to fucking do it. Episode one. It, but, and they had no, they had no explosions, no, like, fanfare about winning anything. It was literally now, nothing. Now, for, for this elimination, I liked it for Tina because I, I thought Tina would be in a little bit better shape to get this accomplished, and she did end up getting the win. For Cyrus and Tyler, I actually thought Tyler was going to get this one. I'll be honest. And I was wrong. I had absolutely no faith that Tyler was going to win this. He went well, into it already defeated. He went into he it was. really out of shape. Like, I think Cyrus really put his mind to it and was like, I'm going to put in work because I know that's going to take work to win. And you can see that he is in much better shape than Tyler is. And you can see that I, he's in much better, like, just mindset. He was he was ready. Yeah, mindset, 100 percent. The way that Tyler was uh, struggling with the carabiner. I don't know what it is about challengers and carabiners. Like, it's their fucking kryptonite. You it's know, because you're trying um, to do something fast. That's the thing. Like, when you're like this, the little object and you're trying to do something really quick to, like, it, it's it, it's really easy to get lost. In, in, as, as the kids say, or I think it's the kids say this, but lost in the sauce. I, lost in the <laughs> sauce. Well, it looks like, so it's going to be Tina and Cyrus. They're going to be our winners for 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 uh, 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 episode one. And TJ lets us know that every time you eliminate an all-star, you get their stars. So a star is added to your jersey, which was cool because I didn't know why everybody had those stars. At first I thought it was like, maybe that's for as many finals. All right, moving on to episode two, you guys get a double header today. Lucky you, lucky you. So uh, we start off, Melinda is really worried that she's going to have a target on her back because she's linked with Wes. And I don't really think, I, I don't really think that really applies to her. Uh, I like Melinda. I think she's a, a pretty cool person and all, but she's not a huge threat in this game. She doesn't really have the, the um, you know, the numbers backing her up. It's not like she's an elimination queen or makes a whole bunch of, stuff you know it's just well, it's like no one's you should be worried because some people might view you as weak and easy to pick off for wes and don't get me wrong i'm sure wes loves melinda and they have a great relationship but for wes just looking at it from gameplay you're just an extra number for voting i mean i think wes would have would protect her to a certain degree 
to a certain time period. And I think to a degree, but as long as as long as you're not on the opposite side of that, it you know I don't think she really needs to get. But she just also really has Nehemiah. I mean Nehemiah, and I think she's good friends with Kendall too. So I think yeah, I mean that she's fine. I think she's. I don't know why she's she feels so worried. At least initially at the beginning of this episode. That's what I thought. Well, you um, know, when you get older, you get more paranoid. Let's just be honest. These are And facts. there are more sharks uh, in the game this season, let's be honest. There there are a lot of sharks this season. Um after that, we get a nice moment where Mark calls his mother who's been battling cancer. Oh. And I did not I didn't know that initially. So it was, you know, I thought it was a real great moment. It's important for the challenge to include these these very real moments of the challengers, you know, dealing with their home shit. And also, in hindsight, goddamn, the four fucking shadowing. You know, they were focusing on Melinda's injury and Mark calling his mom. <laughs> as soon as that happened, I was like, yeah, we, I, I already know who's going in now. Well, I mean, let's just be honest. They're not subtle. <laughs> no, not subtle at all. Hey, we're just going to randomly show you this person's motivations and what they're dealing with right now. I was like, okay, you're going into We're going to talk about how that, Tina says this is her number one, her day one, A1, and she's never going to vote me in. <laughs> but you know what, though? this That's the storyline. So we go ahead and move on to the daily. It's going to be Heights Over Water. It's called Out of Reach. Oh now, this is going to be played in two heats, of, two heats apiece for the men and the women. Um, well, well, each where the men and women both are going to get two heats because apparently there's only five or six suites, uh, seats. Um, they have to swing on a swing, which is heights over water, knock a uh a a crate over that has a key, swim, get the key, bring it over to the puzzle, and do another puzzle. Now, listen, I don't know what the fuck they was thinking, but whoever said two puzzles in a row. You know, I think they thought it would be like, fun because it's heights over water. They had to swing like they were like in kindergarten and you had to like reach he, for the stars. <laughs> he, he got the funny thing is heights over water is great for upping the tension for anything. Really what it is, it's just a puzzle that's going to make the challenges slightly more uncomfortable because they're wet and they just hit the water three minutes ago. It, it really did nothing for the challenge. It, I mean, without the heights of a water part, it's just. It was funny though watching the fact that people <laughs> like Tina literally got stuck. Like I don't even know how she did yes. that. Like <laughs> Tina's always good for that kind of go. But and, and the fact that Wes it, could he, not swing and hit that box to save his life. Like what the fuck? That was ridiculous. And and the fact that he used a sabotage on Jordan and and Jordan got the win. I mean, that was a huge slap in the face. And it also speaks to the t to the testament of how great Jordan is at these things. Tina is always funny. The, one of the best things about Hide Over Water is when people hit the water kind of funny. <laughs> or they hit it hard. So so we got a couple of those, um, which was great. I was surprised that Kellyanne struggled so much. I thought the 20-minute time penalty was a that bit That was a really excessive. 20-minute... Yeah, you could have cut that, that shit down. I'm, I'm not, let's be Spent honest, that up. puzzle shouldn't have taken them that long. Like, no, no, it, was, it wasn't a super tough puzzle, but it's probably one of those puzzles that you don't really get to see. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know. So I, I mean, the comedy Johnny part was people falling and the fact that people didn't know how to swing for shit. Like, let's just be honest. <laughs> yeah. 
I love the fact that Tina got DQ'd for just a completely absurd, completely absurd strategy where she was just dipping her head. Like, I don't know what, I don't know what the hell she was thinking. Like, the thing is, is a part of me is like, were you legitimately stuck? Or did you just think that you weren't going to be able to do that? So you made this really funny kind of situation happen and now you got DQ'd because you got stuck, quote unquote. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I think that's exactly what it was. Uh, it, you know, would be really nice to see Tina try some of these things. She did try in the elimination on the previous episode, so I give her that. But I mean, she gave Come TJ on, a laugh and she she gives sass. She's like, this, you know, my strategy worked. I was the first in the water. <laughs> She does. She 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 knows how to play up the camera, but she also got to start playing up, you know, actually competing. If she wants this. more than just an appearance check, then she definitely needs to start putting more effort into this. Absolutely. But I think Tina's fine financially, and this is just fun little vacation. I mean, she her, says her husband's Which is cool. Like... Which is cool, because for the challenge, there's a spot for you here, as long as you could be funny and, and make the show worth watching. So, yes, and Kendall gets to win. Really, really like that. So, yes, is coming number two yesterday, number one now. So, he's looking pretty legit. And Kendall, uh, Kendall's been beasting this uh, ever since she started doing these. So, no surprise there that Kendall gets to win. Um, I love Kendall. I oh, love her. Oh, who She's does? so funny. Oh, yeah. So, yes, and Kendall gets the W. <laughs> Sorry, I'm like, oh. And so, <laughs> yeah. And so, the authority is going to be formed by yes, Kendall. Jordan, John A, Brad, and Kayla. I really, really like this authority. It's really all over the place. And, you know, this, this is when the game really starts heating up. Um, Jordan has always been kind of a good shows, man. And, and he knows that the cameras is on him. So he plays up the whole, oh, Wes put on a, you know, you put a spotlight on me and I had to perform. And then Wes, Wes goes right back. <laughs> and, you know, he knows he fucked up by putting the sabotage on him. And he makes him uh, kiss his hand, which almost made me puke in my mouth yeah. a little bit. But I found it to be good I'm like, TV. Wes, no. That's not acceptable. After everything? After everything? No, sorry. <laughs> but Wes, honestly, let's be honest, Wes knows how to do damage control. Wes knows how to laugh at himself. And he knows he fucked up. He knows. He's like, I... I oh, yeah. Definitely He's like, what am I going to do? You're going to send me in? Okay, send me in. You know, kind of situation. And I'll make it funny, and I'm going to make good TV because I'm Wes. It kind of reminds me of the position that he was put in uh, in um, uh, Champs vs. Stars when um, <laughs> uh, when uh, Casper and um, Luis. Luis, yes. L <laughs> no, but yeah. When when Luis and Casper was running everything and, and uh Wes just had to kiss a whole lot of ass to stay alive in the game, shows shows what a kind of what, what kind of a, a a survivor that Wes is. So I think I think I think this is what we're getting from him now. He knows it's just like, all right, I admit that, you know, I, I took a shot and missed. It wasn't a death blow, but you know, I think it's reasonable to to expect some some. Let's be honest. You put for, something for on Jordan. Kind of he's and he's I hate to say, I hate that he's such a good competitor, but you put something on Jordan, he's going to amp it up because that's just the kind of competitor he is. And he's going to blow you out of the water, which is exactly what he did. 
Like, he had a penalty. He had more people up already putting the star together, and he still beat all of them. That says something. Yeah, Wes was Wes was still on the swing. Well, what, not only that, but so, what, D went in there like Derek was down way before he was. Yet Derek was still putting uh, the star together. Now, <laughs> like he barely <laughs> had it halfway through. I, you know, I, I think the challenge kind of missed the opportunity here because we we get pretty much right into the authority after that. There wasn't really a lot of time to see um, a lot of politicking. Uh, before that, you know, because before we had the party. So I guess these are one of the things where like some days you have a day in between. Or maybe they're not giving so them I a guess chance. If you, don't. you know how before they were like, choose. Like you don't have a chance to politic. You don't have a chance to talk to anybody. You, you know, I think that maybe that might yeah, be but, their strategy. Yeah, but last episode they had a whole party to do that. Even though nobody really took advantage of it like they should have. So Kendall acknowledges that nobody wants to go against their mm-hmm. friends. And Kayla very astutely suggests that everybody just name the people they want to protect, which, yes, calls out for being very revealing. And so, is you know, really, Kayla wants to protect Sylvia. It, it really is, I mean, is, let's though. be honest, like, everybody knows who everybody's with. Like, that's not, like, we're very revealing. Because you really, you could really stay quiet Unless the person who you want is getting voted in. That would be the only time you have to speak up. If it's not, the only one that I was kind of surprised of is that yes, did not mention Veronica. Um, because to protect. protect? He was focused on Jemmy. Um, so I was quite surprised, especially since Veronica did say, Oh, that's my guy from my season, you know. No, no, no. You you make a very good point. And um, it's not the only surprise with people who want to protect. All right, Kayla wants to protect Sylvia. Cool. Not surprised. Kendall got Kellyanne. Cool. Yes got Derek and Jimmy. And I didn't realize Jimmy and Yes became as close as they did, but that was a little bit of a surprise. That was okay. Now, knowing what we know, because Challenge fans can't shut the fuck up, uh, Jaina has MJ, <laughs> which I thought th- that's kind of bold. I mean... I want to protect MJ. I, it's not like they're okay. like... I mean, well, Jaina has... Let's be honest, it's probably from last season. He helped her win last season. Right. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, I think everybody in the house knows what's up, but it still haven't been revealed officially to us how that happened on TV yet. But I do hear that something does Wait, happen this season. Wait, do they season. hook up this season? They, they hooked up last season. season? Where was I? Yeah. <laughs> they did show it. They didn't well, show I mean, it on camera. No, but where was I? Like, apparently, God, okay, that's it. Challenge T, whatever is out there, I need to start getting into it because I didn't realize and I did not know that. Well, I, yeah, I think I got that right. I think they hooked up last season. Maybe they hooked up. Didn't Jasmine yeah. hook up with somebody last up... season too and that's why she got divorced? Um, No, I, I'm not 100% sure on that. I know her and the hubby split. I know the hubby got somebody new now, but I don't really know the details that much. Yeah, I was like, I feel like there's, so, I feel like there might have been something that kind of pushed. <laughs> so, you know, moving on with, with who they're protecting, uh, Jordan uh, chose to protect Naya, which also just feels like. Granted, he doesn't have a whole lot of friends in the house. And for him and Naya is cool, I guess that kind of makes sense. But once again, I feel like this storyline is being force-fed to us. And Brad has Wes. 
No big surprise there. I mean... Um, Jordan's name is floated, and once again, yes, does it? Well, what do you it. mean? Jordan was in this, wasn't he? Oh, Wes's I'm sorry. name gets floated. Um, I'm, I'm Mark's sorry. Mark's yeah, name, um, I think, um, is what gets yeah. floated that he's not a fan of. Yeah, 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 that's what I meant. Um, you know, Brad protects Wes, and Jordan and Yes didn't actually love the fact that Wes was going to be protected. I don't think Jordan took too much offense to having a shot thrown on him. He knows what he's capable of, he knows he's a threat, so. And it ended up being pretty minor overall. Um, and it does seem like Yes has a bug up his ass about Wes. Hmm. Um, you know, nothing's really come forward, but but we seen when when Wes got that first win, and he said Yes was looking at me like he wanted to kill me. And he actually was. Which Even I though was Yes was dope. like, it doesn't matter if I win. Second place is the safest yeah. place to be because I don't have to make decisions. <laughs> and I love Yes, but so, come on, Yes. Fuck off. I, I like yes, but all of the things that Wes has been coming out saying about him, I can kind of, you know, that's always been the vibe that I've got from him since, since he came back. But um, Ronnie Melinda and Veronica aren't safe, and Mark, Cyrus, and Nehemiah uh, aren't going to be safe. So, um, but also, I don't think uh, Darrell was mentioned no. in this uh, either, so. But I guess those are the main well, people. Well, I'm not really surprised. Darrell... Darrell used to be, like, the one person you didn't want in a final, but he's been falling yeah, apart but... the last few seasons. He's been in a final. Well, he's, he's, he's older. He's older. He's just a little bit He doesn't look slower. older. Just, Motherfucker you know? be ripped as fuck. Nah, <laughs> nah still, still looks amazing. Darrell, you know, live, the, up those, your, those knees. live up to your uh, your uh, potential. Come on now. Yeah, he, he's he's forty plus. The 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 uh, the knees in the back don't hold up. Hell, I'm thirty. I'm almost well. I, well, actually, I'm close to forty. My whole body hasn't been working since thirty. So, <laughs> so check this out. Brad wants to double dip, and he wants to uh, take Mark's name out of contention, which nobody gives a fuck about. Uh, and Kayla astutely mentions uh, Team Austin. And we've heard this conversation before, and uh, I believe it was Cutthroat. Mm-hmm. They're like, hey, Team Austin's coming in here, mm-hmm. and we got to keep fresh an eye meat. out for them. So it's so funny. Oh, fresh meat. Right. So it, it, it's so funny how you get, uh, <laughs> you know, so many years apart, and it's like Team Austin is still a problem. I mean, look so, at Team Austin. Look, get- like, not to lie, look at Nehemiah, and he got so far last season, and it's fucking Wes. Like the only like the, the the weakest link of that trio is Melinda. Yeah, and that and that's not really saying much. So, <laughs> yes, wants to try. Yes, wants to try again and get Wes in. Um, but you know he calls Wes a cheater and a sabot a sabotager, which is kind of true about the sabotaging thing. Even though I don't think Wes is really, really a cheater. Uh, and he mentions that he wants to feed him the LT, which you know. I don't know how that would work. Plus, I don't think you want to put somebody like Wes in against the LT. Even physically, I think Wes can stand up to a lot of what LT can I think they're pretty evenly do. matched. They are. I mean, LT is a lot bigger and aggressive, but Wes has shown that he's been able to deal with these kind of things and come out on top. When it all shakes out... Well, I mean, listen, he sabotaged Jordan, but... Let's 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 be honest. With the history that Wes and Jordan have, even stemming from recent seasons, it's obvious that Wes doesn't watch because if he watched, what was it? Just um, what was it? Total Madness. 
that him and Wes got into a huge altercation. So it's not like when he started going after Jordan, I wasn't surprised. I was like, of course, no, not just not because of how good and he is, Jordan, but because they have passed. Jordan is a logical choice. Yeah, it, it's a logical choice to go to go after him. Now, when it all shakes out, it's going to be Melinda and Mark, and they're going to go in against uh, Tina and LT. Now, Mark was thoroughly surprised, and kind of so was I. Like, I don't know. Should Mark have been on well, the Well, I mean, there block? was a big huff. I know Veronica tweeted something about it, about how he's the one that put together All-Stars. If if he had not put this yeah. ball in motion, that they wouldn't be here and they wouldn't have this opportunity. And that Mark should have a free ride to the final because of that. Now, I don't agree with the free ride to the final, but I do believe that he is the catalyst, obviously, is the one that did this and should be appreciated for it and maybe shouldn't have to go into elimination until later, later into the situation. But when you look at it, like, does he get a free pass? No. Because at the end of the day, you no. want the $500,000 or the $250,000 um, that you're going to get because you have to split it, you know? But but I'm with you on that one. I don't think anybody should get a free pass. Not with that much money on the line. Free pass, no. But what I do wish he would have gotten was maybe a little bit more respect. The fact that he's being considered this early, it really just shows kind of a a lack of respect. And you would think people like Brad and Jordan and Yes would show a little bit more respect his way. I, I thought it was very disrespectful. But fit but it, it is it is fair play. If you don't want to go into elimination, fucking win. Yeah, you know how it I goes. mean, it, or be in the top six apparently with this with this particular game. But it's like just looking like Wes Wes sabotaged somebody. He and he's skating the fuck up out of there. Don't get me wrong. Jordan isn't going to forget, and yes, seems to have an eye out for him. But he still shakes up pretty unscathed. I mean, I think. I don't know how he managed to fly under the radar the way he did, especially considering Jordan was there. I think if Jordan had made more of a push, uh, that he could have gotten um, Brad overruled because of the fact that everybody seems to have a problem with Wes, even though I don't, I don't see the the big bad that he's had with his gameplay over the seasons. I think that he's a dick, but I think that he's a smart one. And I think that's why they hate him. It's because he plays the game better than they do and smarter, not harder. 100, 100%. So we get down to the arena. It's going to be Melinda versus Tina, LT versus Mark. Um, to my shock, Melinda chooses not I'm to not. compete due to rolling her ankle. And it makes me think, like, how much time went between season two and now, like, couple of months maybe like 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 she's still hurt um it was very disappointing it was very disappointing to see melinda have to go out this way but tina slashed through to another well victory. here's the thing technically uh, she paid her back because tina left then melinda didn't have to compete last season so a part of me is like she's like you know i could try and do this possibly fuck up my ankle more or I could do a solid to my girl who did this for me last season and go home and heal. You know what? 
I didn't even realize that. That does make a lot of sense. You know what? Sometimes all of the stars align. Ah, you see the pun there? <laughs> I got you. But you see me? I'm putting together these things. I'm looking like yes, a mini Tyler over okay. here. <laughs> now, we get to move on to the meat of the show. LT versus Mark. This is a rematch from season one. Oh, it so is. This is going to be, yeah. So this is going to be real interesting. Um, Mark came out on top of that one. The name of this elimination is going to be Lights Out. And as soon as I seen it, I got a lot of flashbacks of Looper. Yeah. You know, it's it's kind of, well, yeah, it's without the string. So, well, it's uh, you Looper know, and also, that, what was that one from the duel where they had to push the log? I, yeah, it, it, it seems like a combination of those two. The one where uh, CT got bounced out for the Caribbean, for yes. the Caribbeaner. Again, so, Caribbeaner being the And I kind of like the, yep. And I, and I love that for the challenge because- what we get to see is past eliminations with new spins on it. And that's what I really like. I was, you know, I always thought All-Star should have been one of the things where they bring back, you know, just already used stuff. But to still keep it fresh, keeping it new, yet familiar. So Honestly, this should have been the first elimination. And the second, and the first elimination should have been this one. Because I feel like it, it would have been a much better... And honestly, seeing the two competitors go at it, like seeing like Cynthia and um, Tina going at that would be really interesting to watch. And I was really sad that it was the second elimination versus the first. I'm a hundred percent with you, but I got to say that one of the best jokes TJ pulled was like, <laughs> well, Tina, you still got to go in so you could pick whoever you she want. Was so excited. Everybody's like, Oh shit. Shit got real so fast. I was so <laughs> mad that he said he was lying. I was like, that would have been an awesome twist. I know. That would have been that would have been great. Like, I would have loved yes. to see that. Love to it. see that. TJ. So tease. we got Mark versus LT and lights out. Reminds me of Looper. So this one went on for a while. Uh both of these guys are struggling. They're digging in the dirt. Uh Mark got a little bit of a head start on them. But about 30 minutes in. LT decides to make his move. And his move was like, just sprint to the other side, catch him off guard. Now, in theory, <laughs> that sounded great. Sounded like a great idea. And in execution, I love seeing LT go all out. He is so fucking intense sometimes. I mean, you look at him and you're but, like, damn, bro. Like, you're going to kill this shit. But the way the mechanism worked, you was not able to cross to the other side. And he got stopped right in his tracks. And Mark moseyed right on to his victory. I give him all the credit in the world. Something wasn't working. He put it all on the line to try something He different. went all in on the hand and, and got fucked at the, at the river. Yeah, he, he, he. <laughs> and you know what? I'm okay with that. Because it, it wasn't dumb. He just didn't know. He didn't know the way that that you know, mechanism was going to work. But, you know, I, I always love it when people, you know, put it all on the line and he gives us everything he got. And I love LT for that. He's intense. He'll always give us 100%. Even, but he does have a lot of early exits. And for somebody who's built like him, you would expect him to stick around a lot longer. And even more so, he has, he has allies mm -hmm. in his game. The Kings. You know, but his perform, yeah. But if his performance puts him at the bottom, you're going in. So it sucks to see LT go. It's nice to see Mark still get a W. Old man still got it. 
And that's, you know, how did you feel about this elimination? Um, Honestly, I that liked it better than the first one. Um, I think that it really is going to boost Mark's confidence and really give him a little juju to walk around to because LT is no slouch. It's not like it was an easy win. This was a legitimate hard win and he earned that shit. So I think he's going to be able yeah. to walk and around. That was sunk in. Like he's. Yeah, that was sunk in pretty yeah. deep. And like, he's a godfather and, now. And that's he's a big literally one. going to walk around like he's the yeah. shit. And mind you, that pillow, that do <laughs> fucking Mark Long pillow yes. that he was having a pep talk with. I'm not going to lie. I literally thought he was talking to somebody or at least in a confessional, but he's literally. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that was awesome. In fact, I hopped on Twitter while watching it and I was just like, yo, where do you get one of those pillows? And um, Paige from um, uh, Paige from the Most Likely To podcast uh, gave me the link. So I didn't see the Mark, I didn't see the Mark doll on there, but I did see an autographed Derek Kaczynski well, doll. Well, I mean, the Mark doll, so, not, I mean, let's be honest, wasn't that like, that's a dual one. Isn't that like, wasn't that specially made for him? Yeah. Was that something from Challenge Mania, um, or did he get that separately? No, no, a, a whole different company that sells these like wrestling buddies or whatever. Because because uh, this was a big thing; those pillows was a big thing back in the late eighties. Oh, early you mean 90s when Bananas with, was walking uh, around with a bobblehead? <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait, but why before that? The pillow became so, before so the bobblehead. This was real big. <laughs> yeah, so that was a big thing. So it was really cool to see. I'm gonna have to cop me one of those, but um, that's gonna do it. For the first two episodes it's of the challenge, like All Stars season three, <laughs> I think it. I think this is going to be very, very spicy. I think we're going to see the politics get a lot more cutthroat. Uh, people like Jordan and Wes are going to elevate this more, so um, e- even more than what it's already going to be. I also, also, I would like to see Brad get a little bit more cutthroat. He's always been kind of mild when it comes to these things. I would like to see him be more of a driver. I'll be honest when it comes to with, some of these with things. everything that's changing with CBS and the where they're trying to like globalize the challenge. I feel like All Stars is going to be the only place where we're going to be able to see the old challengers. Like, I think All Stars is going to it's going to be the new challenge well, original show, and this this whole thing is going to be like a spinoff, almost like the challenge slash Survivor slash Big Brother kind of situation. Well, apparently. Uh, season 38 is moving forward. Where is it? So, it's been in the can uh, for a so, while. Hello. I'm here. So from what I'm hearing is that calls are going out. So everything is still very up in the air and there's still a lot we don't know, but you know, we're just going to take it. And they're going to put 38 on Paramount and, and that's going to piss me off. But I mean, well, hell, you know what? Put it on Paramount well, I so I can fucking cancel my Philo. <laughs> Well, I have T-Mobile, and T-Mobile just allowed me to get Paramount Plus for a year. Oh, I pay for Paramount Plus. I, you know, I paid for the first year, and I bought the whole year outright. I pay the $99.99. (laughs) Every single month. Really? I thought it, I thought it was like, I thought it was like $60 Uh, for the year. At the time, I didn't have the money for it, so I was, I was either do the nine ninety nine or try to figure out how to pay the rest. And I was like, no, we're just going to fuck it. We'll pay monthly. I was like, I pay that much for my Netflix. Why can't I pay that much for fucking Paramount? So. You know, you know what? But before we get out of here, 
um, some some drama got drummed up between Laurel and uh, Polly. What happened now? Have you? T- so apparently, Theo put up a post of Polly dying in the finals on Instagram, and was just like, you know, he was just pretty much just saying like, oh, can we? You know, they're keeping me out of America. We'd love to come back. Yada yada <laughs> yada. Carver jumps on Theo's post and is just like, hey. Please don't tag me in a post where you're shitting on my boyfriend who happens to speak very highly of you. Yeah. You know? And so that Laurel comes in chuckling along, and then Paulie goes off on Laurel, which is like, yo, at least I didn't suck off a pedo on national TV and you got bounced out oh early, stop living on your past accomplishment. Like she got real, real fast. And like a pedo. Uh, um Bear. Wait, Laurel hooked up with Bear again? I'm so- wait. No, but she did in the past. I didn't realize. Did she? I thought that was just Kayla. No. No, that's not a shocker. Anyway. You're not not shocked by Laurel? No, I'm uh, not shocked about Bear running around like a hoe. But I am a little bit shocked by, well, Laurel. Laurel has issues. But anyway, maybe, I mean, she does like boys that are really bad. Well, I mean, she had that relationship with Jordan for a long well, time. Well, well, she came out and she was just like, you know, me and Cara don't have any beef. So the last time I seen her was at the War of the Worlds reunion. And the last thing I said to her was like, if you ever need to call me, just call. So it seemed like they're pretty cool, but I don't know. The way that shit shook, uh, shaked Well, here's out. the thing. Paulie will defend himself. Kara will defend herself. And I feel like Polly well, at, at at the same time, I think people are getting on Polly because I think it was like, hey, it wasn't that serious. Like, okay, yes, they made a joke and, you, and at at your expense, but like you know, maybe it didn't need to get as serious as as he did. And I think he was thinking that he was being, you know, playful bad. I think people too. take that's but, the reason why I don't like texting and that's why I don't like writing certain things cuz it comes out harsher than it should be. Like I feel like there should be little icons that says sarcasm. You know, <laughs> this is a joke, you know. <laughs> Have a cute sense of humor kind of situation. But like I know that Polly can come out really aggressive and that's kind of that's his shtick, that's how he is. Um and Laurel can get very defensive. And I think Kara just wants to stay out of that fire. So I, and honestly, I really do hope that Laurel and Kara are on a good plane and state of mind because they're, they had such an amazing friendship from what I saw. You know, I, I feel it, it bothers me to see such, to see things like that happen. But Polly is always known to kind of maybe take things a one step too far. <laughs> Yeah. And you're like, pull yeah, back, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It was just like, yo, it was a whole bunch of like, yo, chill, chill. You're doing too much. All right. That's going to do it for us. Uh, do you have anything to get out before we uh, before we go ahead and no, skate out? No, uh, just a shout out for everybody who is listening to us and for giving us another opportunity to talk shit about our favorite show and Absolutely dealing with our... That opinions and maybe not liking them in its entirety uh we appreciate you and we appreciate your opinion let us know yeah 100 percent. we love the fact that we get to say our opinion and i don't even know if you can really call it opinion because it's kind of fact like i can't remember the last time i was wrong um, oh really <laughs> humble so, too yeah super like humble. i'm usually i'm yeah, <laughs> super <laughs> humble uh all right 
We're going to go ahead and skate out of here. Thank you guys so much for listening. Love you guys. Love to hear from you guys. Uh, before I go, big shout out to Lisa P for being the first person to win the um, uh, the Challenge Shop contest. Uh, she won herself a All-Stars t-shirt. So congratulations. We'll have that sent out to you ASAP. We'll give you details later on this week. But uh, once again, thank you all for uh, watching. Thank you all for listening. Uh, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at LWC Podcast. Follow us on Facebook and TikTok at Love War Challenges. Copy your official LWC gear at shop.lwcpodcast.com. And our website is at lwcpodcast.com. Get all of your customizable challenge gear and accessories. We got all kinds of crazy shit. Uh, pillows, duvets, uh, wall art, anything you want. You can get that at shopthechallenge.com. And listen to Love War Challenges podcast on Apple and Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or your favorite podcast app. We are literally fucking everywhere. With that said, we're out. Bye. Have a good day. Bye-bye. <laughs>